This is Brandon Hicks from Piqua, Ohio, and you're listening to the Board Game Mechanics. If your daughter took the last melatonin and you can't fall asleep, just put on the Board Game Mechanics and you will be asleep in no time. Now here's the Board Game Mechanics with Joel and Jason. Sleep well. Hey everybody, welcome to the Board Game Mechanics. I am Joel. With me as always is... Hey guys, what is going on? It is Jason. Jason, we have a we have a show that may end the board game mechanics this week. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we are gonna do uh we're gonna we're gonna punch. We're gonna hit hard. Blow the belt, maybe. Uh this week we're talking about games that we don't like, the other person does like. Um I guess that'll be entertaining listening. Uh but before that, we'll talk about what we played and we'll have some news, like we always do. Uh, and I, I, uh, we should have some Zandy banter up here, but I don't know, man. I, it's, uh, it's been, a, it's been a week. So <laughs> yeah, we'll just save it for when we go down to start, uh, throwing the punches. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, is we're recording, we've been recording on Wednesday nights and by then like all my zany weekend juice is gone. Like I done burned it all up. All the, all the weekend Zane is gone, but we're going to move to Monday night recording. So get ready folks. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't tell me that. I think I might reconsider. <laughs> no, Wednesday night's pickleball night. Tuesday night is band practice night. So Monday night's got to be podcast night. So what is pickleball? Oh my gosh, Jason. I'm not hip, dude. I don't know what all the cool stuff is. Jason, Jason, Jason. It's a game for 70 year old people <laughs> that's kind of like tennis, but much smaller and easier. <laughs> And that's totally true, but it's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. It's like kind of like tennis, but yeah, I play it with some people from work. So uh, trying to get that good healthy boy body. So we'll see. Um, probably won't, but maybe less <laughs> less unhealthy. I don't know. Hey, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, I just never heard of it. So yeah, I was really wondering. No, it, it's it's pretty fun, but it's got a pretty terrible name. Um, it's named <laughs> after the guy's dog who invented it. So... <laughs> True story. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, you've been listening to Pickleballers, the podcast inside the podcast. <laughs> now on to the news. All right. So I have three things I wanted to talk about today. And the first one I'm going to mention is a reprint of an older game. And that is called Agesia Shifting Sands. This is being put out by Stronghold, which I think you actually have the original version. I I'm, do. Yeah. So I haven't looked too much into this because it seems like a kind of a straight reprint just with maybe, you know, some jazzed up pieces and some Kickstarter like expansions. So if you wanted that game that's criminally out of print and it's hard to find, now's your chance. It's $39 and it has nine days to go on Kickstarter. So go check that out. It's not for you, Jason. Here's why. The curse word of curse words was on this one. The word streamlined, which Ugh. to you means it's not going to be as chunky and gross. Yeah, it's 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 Vino's 2016 all over again. Yep. Uh, okay. Well, you're you're jumping you're jumping ahead of ourselves here. That's the third segment, Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So I'll pass on that one. I'll just play yours sometime. Um, the next game I wanted to talk about is for a game that I did a review of a while back, and this is called Sailing Toward Osiris Pharaoh's Pyramid Expansion. So it's the expansion to Sailing Toward Osiris. 
And what this adds is it adds a pyramid that you can build with cubes. It adds an extra sideboard, and it also adds a, a wild resource. I forget what the name of it is, but it's like a an Egyptian version of IOU. So basically, you pay somebody these IOUs, and then they can trade it with somebody else. But ultimately, whoever ends up with that can go cash it in. So it's kind of a weird mechanism, but essentially it's just a different color cube and you're doing what you do with all the other stuff. So if you like sailing towards Osiris and you wanted some more, go check that out. It's $24 and it has 10 days to go. Daily Magic Games? Yes, Daily Magic Games. Cool. All right, and the third one and the final one I'm going to talk about is a new deck builder game. And that's not interesting in itself, but the theme of this one is really interesting. It is about us... It's called Adventure Mart, and it's essentially about these heroes who are running a store, and they're trying to sell the best types of goods and acquire the best types of goods that they can. So I like deck builders, well, some of them, and this one has a really interesting theme, so I wanted to mention this. It looks pretty much like a straight deck builder, just with the interesting, you know, theme. So the wackadoo like, theme, yeah. Yeah, which that theme may show up again later. Um, I don't know for sure, but so it's $44, 26 days to go. If you want an interesting deck builder and you like the cool adventuring store owner theme, go check it out. Cool. I, I don't, and I won't. <laughs> I'm actually trying to get them to send me a review copy of this just cause it looks interesting, but I don't know if it's going to fly. Well, awesome. Jason, thanks for the news. <clears throat> This is going to be our first 23-minute episode. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Uh, so I actually got to play some games this weekend, so that was super fun. I played a lot of games that I've played before and a few that I haven't, so I'm going to talk about a couple that I haven't played before. The first game that I'm going to talk about is the standalone expansion for a game called Heart of Crown, and this is called Heart of Crown Fairy Garden. And what this is, is just a deck builder. It's Japanime games. They make a ton of card games and deck builders with anime artwork. But the interesting twist on this one is halfway through the game, you have to use all the cards that you've bought from the first half to back this princess and gain support, which are basically victory points that you're going to assign to her throughout the rest of the game. And the first person to get to 20 support or succession points is actually what they're called is the winner. So this one's just, it plays exactly like the original one, except it has all, every card except for the princesses and like the money cards are all different. So it's different powers, different kinds of cards. So you can mix the two sets together and have a good time. So heart of crown fairy garden, good game. I highly approve. Very cool. You're a big Japanime games fan. Uh, how does this one compare to the other game? Tanto Core. Uh, well, no, the base game. Oh, it's it's the same. Just has interesting, uh, different cards. And like, it's a little meaner maybe. But yeah, it's essentially the same. Cool. Would you suggest this one over the original or both? Or I would say whichever one you can find, just get one because it doesn't really matter. Cool. Uh, Jason, I really only got to play one game. I was building a shed all weekend because, you know, rain and stuff. And so when it's sunny, you build a shed <laughs> i i guess it's the saying i don't know i really literally built a shed so um if you want another podcast inside the podcast i can talk to you guys about flashing and fascia edges and all kinds of stuff but 
We'll save that for episode 100, the special 100 episode <laughs> spectacular where we talk about shed building. <laughs> I played Mechs versus Minions, uh, and I love this game. And it's actually really good. Um, it's It looks super Ameritrash, and it is Ameritrash-y, um, but it's super cool. The way how it does card drafting in a cooperative way and then programming, it's just pretty neat. And it feels like you really are building a robot, like trying to make the best robot. And you like, basically the cool thing about it is you can upgrade your different slots or add more motions and movements onto your slots. So sometimes you're like, okay, I can take this card, which would make this other, which would make this, this better. I can take more things out or I could add it to another spot. Or I know that this person already has that thing. They might want this too. So you're thinking about what other people might want to draft too. Um, it's just a really cool, cool situation, and you get more and more powerful as the game goes through, which is it's gratifying that you start off, you can barely kill one minion. At the end of the round, you're like blowing out like 10 or, 10 or 12 of them in a, in a run of your circuits. So pretty fun, and it's pretty zany too uh, when you start getting damage and all of a sudden you're like bouncing each other around and just all kinds of weird stuff. So pretty fun game. Pretty good value, honestly, for all that you get in that box. Uh, we said that before, but it's just, it's a lot of fun. It's always more fun than I remember whenever I play it. So, Max versus Minions, I definitely approve of this game. I think it's a lot of fun, and it's all I got to play over the weekend. Cool. Yeah, this is not one that I'm interested in, but one of my other buddies played it too, and they seem to have a good time. So, maybe I'll have to suck it up and play it sometime just to see what it's like. Or play it so you can put it on the next time we do one of these I hate your games lists. It can be on there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> next time. Um, another game I wanted to talk about and the last game I'm going to talk about is a game from 25th Century Games. This is a game called Space Explorers. So what this game is, is it's a space version of Splendor and Gizmos, but it's a little gamier than both of those. So this would be a gamer's version of both of those games. You're trying to collect cards that have resource colors on them, and you're trying to get them in your space station hub, and you're trying to get certain colors of icons to be able to collect these different projects, like they're different satellites and all that, which is the same thing as like getting those nobles that come visit you in Splendor. It's the same kind of deal. But the interesting thing about here is when you pay tokens, you're paying the tokens to the player on your left. So the more money you spend, the more money they have to spend to buy cards. And they can decide, hey, I don't want to buy cards this turn. I'm just going to keep drawing. And they can keep all the tokens hold up in their area so everybody else is struggling to take some actions. It's a 45-minute game. It's super fun. Um, I did a review of it. It's on YouTube. So if you like engine builders and you want a little more than Splendor has to offer, go check this one out. And that is Space Explorers. That sounds cool, and it looks really great. Um I like space games too, and you typically don't, so I probably would love this one. Yeah, I, I don't like space games either at all, but this is not really. It's themeless. It's just mechanisms, and I like it. Awesome. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. I played Concordia. played some Mask of the Red Death. Um, Tonto Quarry about eight times, and that's about my weekend. <laughs> that's a pretty busy weekend. <laughs> yep. I I played Framing Nailer and Roofing Nailer. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. Uh, they're they're both in the Harbor Freight Tools catalog. So <laughs> no, that was it was a productive weekend. Those are good sometimes, I guess. But I well, and then like oh boy, let's see if I can find something here. Uh, 
This is true. My uncle died last night, so I've got to go to a funeral on Saturday. Ugh. Yeah. Like, I just made that very light by using a soundboard, but my uncle did really die, and that I've sucks. got to go to a funeral. I mean, he's, yeah, he's, he's been, he's been, you know, not doing well, but, um, yeah, I mean, like, real life gets in the way of us playing board games sometimes, and true. I mean, it's whatever, and you can make, I can try and make light of it, and I mean, like, I'm not trying to disgrace him. I mean, like, he's my uncle, and my, my, my mom's brother great guy um but you know sometimes real life gets in the way so next week i'll be like i played morning clothes simulator 2019 <laughs> so yeah oh man no i i don't know that i'll get much played this weekend but uh it is week six or seven now of not playing wingspan the meeple source upgraded components came but we still haven't played it so you will you will <laughs> it's like Tom Petty says, the waiting's the hardest part. So <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. I think he actually says the way yay yading is the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. If I remember right. He does say that. There's some yays in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well anyway, that's what I played. Not much. Jason. I really do like you. You're a friend. Uh, I've enjoyed doing these podcasts with you. I want to. I want to just make sure we get that out of the way. Uh, like I value your friendship a lot, and like even if we both stop playing board games, if you know whoever came in and said we're going to put big tariffs on China and there's no more board games, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> if there were no more board games, even I'd still be your friend, Jason. I hope that's not going to happen. But at any rate, uh, uh, no, if there were no more board games even, I would still be super happy to be your buddy. But some of your games you like just suck. So <laughs> let's get into it, I guess. All right, go for it. Um, all right, my first one's going to be this, Jason, and it's going to be no surprise to you. It's going to be called The Lovely Tree Made of... <laughs> Plastic petals <laughs> that comes around every 10 years to be enjoyed by all who have fun. Um, I think the real name is The Legend of the Cherry Tree That Blossoms Every 10 Years or something. Yeah, that's correct. I just... You love it. I know you do. But it, to me, it's like, <laughs> take some petals, and if you get enough good ones, you can put them behind your cardboard thing. Cool. <laughs> I guess. Or in front. Or in front. <laughs> oh, never mind. Take it off the list. <laughs> yeah, see, you can, I completely open that game wide wide open for you. No, it's just it's you love push your luck so much, and I don't know. I just don't care for this one that much. If I were going to play a push your luck game, I'd probably play Quacks. And even then, you love Quacks, and I'm like, it's pretty okay. Um, it's it's decent for like a different gateway game but it's not on my list but this one kind of you just you like push your luck a lot more than i do and again since i have no consequence sensing center in my brain like not for me <laughs> so that's my number three the legend of the cherry tree that blossoms every 10 years with little pink petals <laughs> made of plastic i didn't even actually think of that one i completely forgot that you would mention that but yeah you do hate that game but i really do like it so that's all right don't Jason, don't hurt me. <laughs> All right, so my number three is going to start off light, just because I kind of was having I was struggling. I had two for sure, but the third one we 
We definitely like a lot of the same games. Like it was hard to find three, honestly. Yeah, that's true. So the third one that I'm going to say is Railroad Rivals. I'm pretty sure you said you like that. So if not, yeah, I do. I'll pick something else. <laughs> I do like Railroad Rivals, like quite a bit, actually. All right, so I did a review for this, and I find it okay. Like it, it, it's okay. It's a generic stock market pick up and deliver game that I feel like other stuff does better. And it just, I don't, I didn't like it. So, but you really do like it because you like trains and you like stocks, I guess, and picking things up and delivering them. So that's Railroad Rivals. It, it's a really good lighter stock markety type game. I, I mean, that's why I like it. Um, I don't know. And it plays pretty quick. So I really did like it quite a bit. Um, but I love stock market games. And I think my, my stock market games are your push your luck games. Like I think you could probably take it or leave it with stock market games and I could take it or leave it with push your luck. So that's fair. Railroad rivals. Huh? That's cool that, um, I, I own my copy cause I traded it off of you. <laughs> makes, makes a lot of sense, I guess now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. That's okay. All right, Jason up next. Oh, okay. Which one do I do next? Okay, let's let's go with this one next because the next the, okay. So I had to hit like the forties before I get, find a game on your top one hundred that I was like, oh, Jason, why do you like that game? I'll save that one for number one. Uh, number two is Bargain Quest. Like you you spent so many calories trying to convince me I'm gonna like this game, and it's just <laughs> I really did. <laughs> it's fine, I guess. And my brother like liked it a lot, but to me, I had such bad luck in this game. It just felt really bad. Like I would have the guy with like. I don't remember the game a lot because I think it was traumatic and I, I'm blocking it from my memory. <laughs> but I would I would have the guy with um like the symbols that were like let's say red and brown or something that he needed, you know? And I would draft every color except for that. And and then like seriously in sequential order around the table, like I had the best <laughs> cards for everyone else. I was like, all right, I guess I'm gonna hand you guys all these awesome cards that are great for you. And then everyone hated me, like seriously, every time I got hand cards handed to me, it was like the hand I just passed. It was like <laughs> Oh, cool. These are awesome cards for everyone else again. This is fantastic. Like, so that just felt really bad and I had a bad time. So, um, I don't know. I just didn't care for that game that much. And like, I didn't completely under, well, I did understand it, but then I didn't. And then I was like, okay, now I understand it, but it still feels like I can't do what I want to do because my luck sucks. So, um, anyway, that was Bargain Quest, which I don't know that you love that game, but I know you definitely like it. And I'm like, I it would take some convincing to get me to play it again. No, I really do like it. I like it so much that I backed the expansion on Kickstarter, the black market expansion. I I enjoy it. Yeah, it has a lot of luck, the top decking, and sometimes the drafting can screw you over, as you experienced. But I don't know. I think the theme is interesting. It's silly fun. It kind of goes on a little longer than I would like, but yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah, I know you do. All right, Jason, hit me. All right, so my number two is probably one of the worst games that I've ever played at a BGM con. And that game is called Downforce. Oh my gosh, you are so wrong. <laughs> like Essentially, all this game is is a roll and move game with, with cards. I do not understand it. I don't get the fascination. I do not understand why people like this game. I thought, I mean, trying to come in first was kind of fun. And it was fun like razzing people at the table. But I could have just done that playing a party game. And this game was irrelevant so downforce not for me i know you love it your brother loves it just not my game if i never play it again that's cool with me jason at boardgamemechanics.com uh is his email <laughs> um 
it's it's really good because there's like the same number of cards for each color, and so like you're trying to gamble. Like the gambling is what makes it so fun, and then and then the fact that like some card cards will shoot way out, then they'll sputter out because all their best cards are have been played already. Like that's super cool, I think too. But then like the blocking and all that, I don't know. I really like it. Um, I can understand why you wouldn't like it because it is just a kind of luck based game as well. Um, and like you can get screwed in that one pretty bad by like people just boxing you in and blocking you. Um, but I really like it and I think it's pretty fun for just a little 15 minute game. Um, I actually kind of want to play that one right now. So, uh, thanks for reminding me that I love that game so much. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) All right, Jason. Number one. (sighs) Okay, Jason. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think what's in my top ten that, or my top twenty or something that you don't really. No, like. it's it's like number forty four, and I just, it's such a boring game, and it's so like the theme, the theme like the box might as well be a Manila folder, and like, <laughs> well, I don't know, wow, man. It's just, it's it's the most boring theme out of any theme you can have. It's it's just a game that's been done a lot and you love it because there's hidden numbers on things sometimes. And that game is Vasco da Gama. Oh. I don't <laughs> I was like what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. I I just don't understand. It just feels like it's like seven layers of complexity that don't have to be there and like just it's the same game that's been done a million times like i don't know if i'm gonna play a trading game i've got like four other games i'm gonna play off the shelf that are that are just much more enjoyable than that and i think you probably would have four off the shelf that you like better too but you at number five put this one on there as a strong number 44 and i just don't like it that much i i would 100 percent rather play i don't know marco polo for sure um i don't know and they're not the same game but Aren't they? So <laughs> they have the same theme. I'll give you that. I I think they're different. I don't necessarily feel like they're the same games, but I do see the critique of it's just another trading in the Mediterranean game. I get that, but yeah, but hidden numbers, Jason. <laughs> they're not hidden. <laughs> they're out in the open. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so it's not even hidden. <laughs> oh yeah, numbers. Cool. It has that economy that could move the track two or three, positive or negative, to make you spend some coins. Oh, my gosh. Jason, you just <laughs> sold this game to a million people. <laughs> What's your game needs to write you a check, bud? I know. I'm kind of arguing against it, but I enjoy it. I don't know why. It's just fun to me. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's chunky. That's for sure. That's true. Yeah. All right. Hurt me. All right. So uh, my number one for you should be no surprise to anybody because I've railed on this game a couple times and that is one of the most generic engine builders I've ever played in my entire life and that is Gizmos. I don't get this game either. It's it's the engine building equivalent of downforce to me. I could just go collect some cards and put them in front of me and then occasionally grab some marbles out of this tub and I would have the same amount of fun that I have with this game. So I know people like it. I know the engine building is... Evidently fun, according to everybody but me, but I just don't get it. I didn't like it. I don't like that you can just pick up on the the low value cards and just get a bunch of those, and you never really get an engine going. I, I don't like it. So 
My number one, Gizmos. I mean, like, I think that's happened, but I think that the high-level cards do balance. I mean, like, on a lot of plays, I've had the high-level cards balance. I don't like this one as much as I thought I, I might on a lot of plays. What I liked about it a lot was it's such an easy, easy, easy engine-building game that, I mean, seriously, you can you can have somebody jump into this game that's never played board games in their life, and they know what they're doing pretty well right off the bat. Um, and I like the fit we have the marbles, like, are your currency in this game. So, like, I really like that how the marbles like keep track of energy or whatever so those are the things i like about it i think your criticisms of it are fair it's super generic like i don't even know what the theme really is like are we building like a rube goldberg machine or what's happening <laughs> i mean like so yeah, i have no idea I, I mean i i get that and i think it's fair and i don't like it as much as i did at one time um to the point where i uh hey jason i think your headphones are itching your ears take them off real fast <laughs> okay i actually did trade my copy away so um <laughs> Yeah, so you're not wrong, but I I don't hate it. I certainly this is one where you hate the game, and I think it's okay, and that's a disagreement of a kind too, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I maybe I was just expecting a deeper game. Maybe that's part of the problem. Is it was super light, and I was expecting something a bit more. Well, it's from Cool Mini, and there's like literally zero minis. So <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, I know that hurt you. <laughs> Well, and it's from Phil Walker Harding, so I should have expected that it was going to be a light game, but I didn't. Baron Park, man, that's a real crunchy game about building a zoo of bears. Is it, though? It's not crunchy at <laughs> <Okay>. all. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. Emotep, not crunchy. Archaeology, yeah. not crunchy. Yeah. So I don't really have a lot of honorable mentions on this. Um, I, I would say this, though. Um, I thought about putting on elder sign because i really like that game and i know you own it but you're very like it's yahtzee i it's yahtzee about it um, yeah you're not wrong yeah um i don't know i don't know what else we like really like a lot of the same games so kind of hard yeah, i'm looking through my top 100 now to see if i can find something that you don't like that i do well and like i don't think there's a lot of games that you just don't like to be honest yeah not really i'll play pretty much anything yeah uh, even if even if I rag on it, I'll still play it. That's fair, except for Vinos 2016. You will not play that, <laughs> except for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's one of my honorable mentions. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, you've been listening to the last episode of the Board Game Mechanics and the inaugural <laughs> episode of Joel Likes Fun Games. So uh, we'll yep. be back next week with Joel's Fun Games. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Oh, I I got an honorable mention. Okay, here we go. Charterstone. Ooh, I like that game a lot, bud. I would rather play uh, Viticulture. It does the same thing to me. I was going to come up with a very crass analogy there to say like, well, yeah, that's like saying this very good thing is better than this other very good thing. But um, they're both good. <laughs> I just, I mean, I could play Viticulture and just arbitrarily open some boxes and it would be the same type. Same game. Yeah, you're right. But opening boxes is really fun. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy opening boxes when I buy the game and punching it out. I and the other thing too is I had some games and I'm like, I know he would hate this game if he would have played it, but he hasn't played it, so he doesn't hate it yet. And like, flick him up is one. Um, yeah, I, I would hate that. You're right. <laughs> Key, Keyforge, I think you probably not love. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the Akram Horror Living Card Game, I think you wouldn't love. Ooh, oh, I know one that you say you like. You say you like it, but you're 
your actions and your lifestyle say differently. And that is Happy Pigs. Love that game. <laughs> That's true. I just like it. I don't love it. You're right. <laughs> and I don't like Tricarion all that much. I mean, like, I think it's pretty good, but it just, it's so like, I don't know. It's so, it's so big on the table and like hard to set up. Not as hard to set up, but it's just so much to set up. And just every time I go to play it, I'm like, ah, uh, maybe just, yeah. maybe just play Gizmos instead. <laughs> yeah, Trakirian is a beast to set up. I, if we were doing that that episode, man, I'd have like a hundred games for that. That maybe should be our next episode: games we don't play just because they suck to set up. <laughs> oh yeah, I have three already. Or games that we don't play because the rules are just like so many that they suck to remember. I've got a number one shining number one A on that one, and that's Feudum. Love that game so much, but I've got to spend a half hour reading the real uh, rule book every time because it's like a long enough time between plays, and there's so many little rules in that game. Um, yeah, both these are pretty good episode ideas for the future, but uh, I don't know. I guess uh, whatever we can do that gets more than a half an hour of content out because uh, that's kind of the new board game mechanics format. <laughs> yeah, you don't want too much of a good thing, so it's all right. Yeah, well... Um, I, man, I'm out of words. I think. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. I think, I think we said our piece. Jason, can you like recite a poem for a minute or something so we break thirty minutes? <laughs> just, just give it a couple seconds. If we say our goodbyes, it'll be thirty minutes. We'll be good. I hate Orleans, Jason. That game blows. <laughs> what? No, you can't. You can't tell lies. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well. Um, <laughs> I, Oh boy, this is a just real shameful day for the BGM boys. <laughs> All right, well we're approaching thirty minutes now. Uh, I'm sure, maybe I don't know, probably. Uh, I've been Joel. Keep gaming, and I'm Jason. Keep gaming. Home of the abrupt endings. <laughs> <laughs>